0: welcome to another episode of the Emma Gunn Show and an installment of 12 Habits. 12 Habits is a year-long project where together we'll strive to make or break habits each month. Now, we all know there are habits and lifestyle choices that are good for us, yet trying to incorporate them into daily life can be so much of a challenge that they quickly fall by the wayside. And that can make us feel as though we, the individual, has failed when in actual fact it's the method that's not quite right, not you at all. So in 12 Habits, we'll spend a month unpicking the challenges, figuring out our way over, under and through the barriers to making these habits stick so that they can become parts of our lives in a way that's sustainable. Because there's no point trying to stick to a habit if the way that you've chosen to do it isn't sustainable or isn't quite right for you. So for this habit, and you can get involved by doing as little or as much as you want, all you have to do is take action towards something that you've a been putting off or b something that frightens you a little bit because the chances are if it frightens you a little bit you have been putting it off or are putting it off currently and you're still on the fourth episode of this habit thinking yeah she's right I still haven't got my head around it so this is our la- our last visit to our fourth habit and What I've come up with for this is what I think are the fundamental pillars that you can work with to help you work through these things, whatever the task might be. And it's really simple. The four things that you need to think about is keeping it small, keeping it defined making sure that you create wins when you do actually start the task and also having some kind of accountability. I know I dug into this last, last week but this idea of like loss whether it's a financial loss if you lose a bet or shame you'll lose a bit of face if you don't complete your task to your accountability partner at a particular point in time that you have set. So let's talk about keeping it small and this is breaking whatever it is down into the smallest action conceivable. So this is taking a macro goal and breaking it into a series of micro goals. So get granular Um, and I think a really good example here is to think about writing a book I've told you that I've been thinking about it for a while and it is that thing that I just can never get round to because in my head I think about the completed book I think about the hardback in my hands full of hundreds and hundreds of pages and tens and tens of thousands of words and so it just feels too big to start with so keep it small And this is probably a really good time to talk about the time Sally Hughes came on the podcast. And it was her first visit to the show, actually, when we talked about when she wrote Pretty Honest. And she uh, alluded to a similar thing, of a book is such a huge thing. But the way that she was able to get her head around it was to think every chapter is a feature and I write features all the time. And so immediately that made it less intimidating. So whatever it might be, just break it down into the smallest actions and then start ticking those off. And that leads into this idea of creating wins, because if your goal is to write a book and you're only going to tick a box once you've written a book, then you've got a long, 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 long time before you're allowing yourself success. But if you allow yourself to tick off a box every time you complete a chapter, or if you allow yourself to tick off a box, if you set yourself a goal of, I'm just going to write two pages today, every day I'm just going to write two pages, then you have allowed yourself a succession of really valuable wins that will keep you motivated. And that's also a good point to talk about keeping it defined, which is my second point. So keeping it defined, again, is breaking it down into these small um, micro goals that you can tick off and that usually require a deadline. So that's how you keep it defined. You can have this small goal, but you've got to kind of add some definition in there somewhere. And that one thing that can really help with this is creating a timeline. What a timeline can do is it can remove the indecision. So if you're looking at your to-do list and it seems really overwhelming, you might look at it and think, "I I, I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know how to really get this done." But if you just say, "Right, I have to write a book today," we're just going to keep coming back to this book example until I inevitably start talking about fitness. But um, that's because the fitness is probably a more common goal. But if you have this timeline of, "I want to write a book," right, I'm going to write two pages, it's really helpful to put a timeline on that and say, right, every day I'm going to do it, or every week I'm going to do this, just so that, again, you have your mark of success. Oh, yeah, I did. I did my two pages today. Brilliant. Or by the end of this week, I'm going to have written 3,000 words. doesn't seem like very much, but actually every word counts when you're writing a book. So it's taking those bigger goals, the big thing, and taking out the sort of uh, nebulous, um, There's so much to think about, and there's so much to consider here. And just going right, actually, what it requires is a little bit of writing every day. So little bit tick every day tick. And there's always, or there's usually, I would say, something on your to-do list that's incredibly overwhelming. There's usually one task that, if you get that one done, it will have a huge influence on everything else that you're doing, and it will perhaps make things easier, and it will perhaps take the mental burden off your shoulders that you may be feeling about the to-do list there's usually one thing on a to-do list that makes it heavy and once you remove it everything else seems to flow so what find out identify whatever that thing on your to-do list is that's really presenting that weight and it could be about starting a project identify what it is and move forward and I think BJ Fogg who I've talked about a lot on this show in regard to uh, habits says to make things as small as possible and I suppose let's talk about um uh, the book again that could be when you're talking about you're writing your I don't know you're writing your two pages a day you could say they don't even have to be that great they don't even have to be fantastic because again you remove the perfectionist element which again was one of the kinds of kinds of procrastinators was this perfectionist procrastinator if you lower the bar then you're going to immediately make it easier because it's going to seem really easy if you were looking at an assault course that was really difficult, you probably wouldn't even start it. But if you were looking at a a jungle gym, you'd think, I might have a stab at that. It's that kind of mentality. So uh, let's, it's thinking about breaking it all down, but also don't make it so hard. Don't make the task in front of you harder than it needs to be. Kick that idea of being perfect into touch, and now you can get on and start doing. And spoiler alert, you're not going to bring your lowest effort to the table. You're going to bring a good stab at it. So Yeah, don't create that performance anxiety for yourself. And to bring in the gym reference, which is always going to happen when we were talking about habits, but a lot of people have fitness goals. Uh, But whenever I used to set myself fitness goals, they would always involve starting really, really hard. So it was about, I'm going to, on Monday, I'm going to start and I'm going to do five one hour sessions at the gym and I'm going to do that forevermore and that's going to be amazing and this is who I am now. And inevitably, inevitably it was such a big gear shift that although I'd give it a good effort for a few weeks maybe even a couple of months I might even might even keep going for six months it would inevitably falter at some point life would get in the way but as soon as I started changing my goals from these big perfectionist goals to well what about if I just go to the gym for 20 minutes three times a week Then immediately, not only have I broken it down, made it a bit smaller in my head, lifted that burden, but I'm also allowing myself a win because I know I can do that. And anyone listening to this, whatever your fitness level, you probably know that you can do 20 minutes in the gym. Bit of cardio, bit of weights, done. You know that you can do that. So you're allowing yourself a win. And it's that allowing yourself these small bursts of success as you make progress towards your goals that are so, so valuable. And let's face it, you go into the gym for 20 minutes, chances are you're probably going to stay there for 30 minutes a couple of times. So even on the way, you're going to sort of be buying yourself I don't know extra credit or bonus points or gold stars because 20 minutes is going to feel so easy that you might end up doing a little bit more and then that's how you progress so if a task looks gigantic it can be too it can be too intimidating to even begin it so try that technique and I'm sure many of you have heard of the Pomodoro technique which is breaking something down into 20 minute chunks and these are 20 minute chunks where you give something all your focus all your attention turn off your alerts and you almost kind of go hell for leather at it and then you take a break you pause and then you do another 20 minute chunk at quite high intensity that's really really helpful and breaking down tasks into these smaller time limits or giving a task a time limit once it's been broken down is so so valuable because there's this idea isn't there that a task will sort of fill the time that it's allotted and how many times have you done that like I remember booking a weekend at a hotel to start writing a book because I thought I'll have no distractions I will just be able to sit and write sit in the window and write and I did nothing because I gave myself too much time to play with and I just I think I might have watched reality tv in bed but that that really is beside the point think about the period between Christmas and New Year I think a lot of people can relate to this you almost think they're free days there are free days when I can start that thing, do that thing, attempt that other stuff that I've been meaning to do, and then inevitably and I don't believe this is just me you end up wasting those days. Deadlines, time constraints, time constraints and restrictions all of these things are actually really useful and allow us to use our time better. And if you are procrastinating, sometimes the worst thing you can have is no endpoint, no goal, no restriction, no constraint. It, it's this idea that having free time is when you're going to get the most done but it's kind of backwards rules restrictions can actually maximize your time in a really positive and useful way and another thing you can do is build in incentives or consequences so i talked last week about having an accountability partner and i referenced a load of time management uh, apps that are really useful that some of you my most excellent listeners had actually emailed in and recommended there's another uh, website that i wanted to put on your radar which is coach.me which is a habit tracking tracking it's a habit tracking and personal coaching website accountability system so with those apps if they send you an alert saying, Hey, what are your tasks today? Or you have to complete this today. You can ignore it. But coach.me actually has a function whereby you can call in with someone, you can have a check, an actual check in with a physical person and tell them where you are. And actually that can make you work so much harder. People tend to work a lot harder if they are accountable. Again, it comes back to this free time being like, that's when I'll get the most done. Or when no one's looking over my shoulder, that that's when I'll get the most done that's not the case for most people (laughs) some people including me need to be accountable to someone and I am much more productive when I have someone who is has got an eye on what I'm doing I wish it wasn't the case I wish I was really really self-motivated but the truth is I'm pretty self-motivated but I can be way more productive when someone is really uh has a vested interest in me reaching my goals too so those are my tips uh keep it small, keep it defined, really define it, go from the macro to the micro, build in these wins, build in this idea of every time you complete something, it's a process, enjoy the process and enjoying the process means allowing yourself wins along the way. The goal is one thing, but a goal can be quite away in the distance. So make sure you build in that enjoyment, that satisfaction, that sense of satisfaction along the way. And then also, if it's appropriate for you, also like have some, uh, accountability like if there's a, if you're going to lose something if you have a bet with a friend i have to buy you dinner if i don't have the books of my the pages of my book written that i said i will by the end of the month dinner will be on me and you don't want to buy them dinner uh, and they can you can have a, a a system whereby maybe they have a goal and you can work with it that way so if they don't reach their goal dinner's on them have those sorts of things in place have a little bit of shame you know one likes to lose space uh, if you don't complete your task, have all of those things in place. And then maybe, just maybe, and things that you've been procrastinating, and I know lots of you have messaged in to say that this habit has made you really look at what you've got going on and how you can attack it differently and how you can manage time differently. These are all things I think that can be really helpful. Just bear in mind. They're not too rigid, but they are just things like next time you feel a little bit overwhelmed, you can think, okay, I need to break this down, keep it small, I need to give myself a deadline, I need to give myself wins when I complete those small things that I've broken down into a a timeline. And actually, yeah, do you know what? I need to have someone else know that this is something that I'm trying to do because I know that's going to, it's going to maximize my ability to do it. It's going to amplify the enjoyment as well of doing this task. So procrastination. I hope that this month you have really nailed the things that you were scared of. You've maybe taken some tentative steps towards things. 12 Habits this year isn't about... Get starting at the beginning imperfect and being at the end perfect. It's about really um, chipping away at these things that might be holding us back and making progress, but long lasting progress that's really going to stick with us. So I hope that you've enjoyed procrastination. I will be announcing the next habit on the first in the newsletter and in the facebook group so all of the links to sign up for those things and to join those groups will be in the show notes you can email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or you can dm me on instagram and twitter where i'm at emma guns it would be my pleasure to hear from you it's one of my favorite if not my favorite part of doing this podcast please don't be shy about getting in touch thank you so much for listening i will see you on the next one